Welcome to Unlearning Labels. This month, we're exploring who are you being at work? You know, so often we, we show up to work and um, we've been told that it's safe to be ourselves. And then we, when we are ourselves and we share our, um, where we're coming from and our stories, not well received. So um, welcome, Mira and Peter. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh, it's interesting. Uh, I was uh, just just earlier today. I had a conversation with uh, with a woman who is a, a leader, and uh, she works in scientific community in Germany. And um, and, and we just mentioned something similar to that, and she said. You know, how is it the more I'm comfortable with something, when I share it, uh, people around me are not comfortable with the same thing. They comment, they judge, they... And the conclusion was, it's because when you get comfortable with being yourself, you're more likely to talk about it, you're more likely to express it because you're not scared. It, it looks... It is okay to be you, not, not just it looks, it is okay to be you. Uh, but then because other people are not okay with being themselves because they have an idea that you should be something different, that you should be something that you're not. For example, you know, if you're in leadership position, leaders should be this, 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 and this, and then they get... Uh, you know, there's a list of things of how leaders should behave and what leaders should do or not do and all of that. That's outdated, but it takes a little bit of time for people to get used to different, get used to new, get used to, to what is. And uh, although it is uncomfortable, although it is, is, you know, people judge from their own insecurities and, and limitations, we should not stop doing it because this is how we create the change. Peter, anything else? It's not just leaders. I think that, you know, in the world of work, it's often looked like you have to show up and be something else. You know, you have to wear this, you know. I know it's changing now because COVID made us work in a different way, maybe hybrid. Sometimes you might work remote. You know, if you're lucky enough not to have to go into the office, you can, it, there's a bit more flexibility, but it often looked for a very long time that we have to be something else and, and show up and be something that we're not. And even I believe that in my early career, you know, I, I really struggled with it because I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel comfortable. And then when I settled into whoever I am, you know, me, which was just showing up and warts and all and being myself, that's when I was like, wow, it's much more, you know, it's much easier. My team mm. seems to listen to me more. They receive me better. And when I'm being corporate, Peter, as my team used to say, because I was stressed out or feeling bullied or backed in a corner, it, it you know, I wasn't helping people to be safe as well. Mm. And that's it. We, we speak to many leaders and they don't even realize because it's so subtle that when they're not being themselves, sorry, when they're not being themselves, what happens is they're not safe and they're, you know, it, it, you can't really relax into your role, you know. Mm. And then quite often it looks like the other way that we have to copy toxic behavior or show up and be something that we can't possibly be. Yeah. You 
Yeah, I want to just recognize that Adigun is here um, and he's commenting that, yes, hybrid, um, the hybrid working place has changed a lot mm -hmm. of things. And even this morning, you know, Peter and I were talking before we went live about like, wow, look at how our day is beginning, right? So, um, you, of course, you can't really tell, but there are things that were, you know, happening this morning. Mira literally just walked in like 10 <laughs> seconds before we went live, right? So that could like change your demeanor a little bit. In my case, there's been like some, um, like one kid sick, you know, one kid is like not really sick, doesn't mm -hmm. want to go to school, you know, and, it, and it's just like all those things. It's just like you're, you are bringing your vibration to work. And um, as much as we try to mask it, sometimes it affects like, so I'm, I'm like calm presenting, I'll say. <laughs> However, you know, if, um, as we get into the discussion, you may see that my, my feathers are ruffled, you know? And so mm -hmm. right now we're all calm presenting, but if we were in the office, let's say maybe, you know, the people that you're around would feel the difference in the way you're showing up. Mm -hmm. And we know subconsciously that there's judgment around that. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm not like Peter was saying, I'm not, you know, professional Cordelia today, you know, <laughs> I'm like frazzled, you know, uh, Cordelia today. So. Mm. You know what that brings to mind? Um, it's that I, I used to have that. Um, it's there is no congruency, you know, who I am at home uh, is different than who I am at work, or I think it should be different. So when my personal life gets clashed with the professional life, this is where the problem starts. There is no problem until the moment we can kind of separate it, but there is no really separation. It's imaginary separation. But but then certain things happen, as you said, you know, something happens at home that you can't just push away or, uh, or for, for whatever reason, your personal and professional life come together and what happened in uh, during pa pandemic. Uh, and this is where, this is where it became uh, more, stressful i think and 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 then this is where we may maybe where people have started seeing more judgment uh, but uh, it's just a normal process of actually bringing it all together and be the same person uh be, be a holistic person if that makes sense be uh you know i can have same worries and insecurities uh, all over the place, you know, at work, at home, I'm, I'm still the same person. I can be professional and still be myself. Uh, yeah. And we have access to choose how we're being no matter what's happening, you know, and that can help with the, the incongruence or the choice to be congruent, you know. Um, we are in the VUCA world and the dynamics of work has changed and engagement levels needed to change also yeah so just to say the vuca is um uh volat volatil volatility uncertainty peter Kauf. 
ambiguity is the A, what is C? Uh, and anyway, so basically it's, the world is all over the place at the moment. <laughs> Uh, and 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 in in the way to function in the complexity. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, in in order to um, to solve complex problems, as, as Elizabeth just mentioned, complexity, uh, we need to uh, come from. Uh, we need to have a different. Uh, shift in in the in the in the way how we show up uh, at work if if the complex problems are at work uh, at home if that's happening at home uh, and um, and in and in order to do that uh, we need to be more of ourselves because this is where creativity comes in that's one of the Peter is looking at me. I, he's the creativity guy. He 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 knows much more about it than I. <laughs> Do you want me to comment on that? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's park creativity for a minute. Quite often in the work that we do, we hear leaders and quite often employees innocently saying, I can't really be myself because then that means I'm not going to be professional. It's, hmm. you know, that, that's not going to be accepted. But I would argue that, you know, when you explore this, that when we're trying to be something else other than who we are, that's what gets in the way of building trust, having psychological safety in your team and people listening to you and, and vice versa, you listening to them as well. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but in my early career, I realized that the safer I felt and the more that I just stepped into being myself and there wasn't a separation between the Peter that was outside of work and the more that I was more comfortable to just be whatever it is, you know? And then I realized that great leaders allow people to be whatever they want to be in work. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that they're not being professional or they're not being great leaders. It's the opposite. It's, it's saying to you, you know, I see you, I hear you you I value you that kind of thing but really putting your money where your mouth is because if you show up and you're being comfortable and being yourself you're modeling such wonderful behavior it's the opposite of a toxic environment and your team will be oh wow I can relax I can actually be myself mm. and then you know it, innocently quite often individuals leaders teams uh, organizations companies then they start to do all of this hard work and they have to shout from the rooftops that they're diverse and all of that. But, you know, it, it, that's the opposite way of how it really works. You know, in reality, the more that you allow people to be themselves, you don't have to do all that hard work because it naturally just then starts to, you're fostering that. And then that spreads throughout your organization because then people can literally be uniquely themselves. And that's when cognitive, cognitive diversity spreads in a natural way instead mm -hmm. of having to come up with some initiative and force it. There's nothing wrong with programs, initiatives, and things to get people excited and share information, of course. But what I see is companies knowing that they haven't done the real work and then they're reaching out blindly for all of these things that they need to invest in versus actually developing the leaders and allowing their employees to be uniquely themselves. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to talk, I want to shift the discussion to let's talk about being right, because that's mm -hmm. in the title, right? So when I say that you have access of choosing how you're being right, even though like we, we all had a little bit of a rough 
day so far, um, we can choose in this moment to um, focus on on being present, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't take you know when when I say that quite often people are like oh m- I don't have time to meditate you know it's like it's not that it's not that deep it's mm-hmm. a choice mm-hmm. in the moment I choose to be present I hear I choose to be here yeah. I choose to be in the now so um, when I say that Mira like what are some of the suggestions you give to the leaders you work with. Mm. Well, what what just came to mind as you were saying this is, uh, uh, I think uh, in order to get there, in order to, as you said, in the moment, be present is is actually recognizing what are you doing to not be present? How are you taking yourself out of that? You know, what's on your mind? What's, What's going on? You know, what are you thinking? What is taking you away from that? Uh, uh, calm, present being in the reality as it is right now, because everything that you were doing five minutes ago has passed. Uh, and and everything that is going to happen hasn't happened yet. So uh, in, in to disconnect from the past and from the future, it's, it's really just the awareness of what it is and what is taking you away from the present moment right now. And in, in leadership, I mean, being in a leadership position is is the, you know, people are asking you things, you think you need to know stuff, you need to answer questions. There's always something going on, especially in the, in the world of so much information and so many things going on at the same time. I mean, we had pandemic, now we have... Uh, 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 war that is going on in Ukraine, there is there is a threat of nuclear weapons being discharged and, and all of that. And so being able to disconnect and be present is just really realizing how are you taking yourself out of it right now as you sit here? Hmm. Yeah, and creating something in in the present creating your now what what else comes to mind for you peter yeah i mean i I see where mira's coming from because quite often the one thing we do all of us right when as coaches is slowing people down right Mm. and and it's that going too fast and not really understanding your own emotions and feelings and thoughts and that really just gets in the way of actually being who you really are Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh you know it's the most impactful thing you can do even though it's challenging because in the world of work everything seems like it's speed efficiency more 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 all of Mm -hmm. that but if you can take a step back and be reflective you're more likely to go hmm okay maybe i'm not actually being uniquely me and and just to your point before about creativity, mm. it's hard to be creative when you're not really checking in with yourself. Mm. And again, the, you know, the the best leaders in the world, the ones that go there first, they they model basically reflection and slowing down and stopping to pause and listen. And when they do that, that's when they can really connect with who they are and also connect with the team and everyone else in the organization. And that's why those type of leaders, people are like, what is that? You know, this, these people just seem 
like great leaders, you know, I feel safe around them. I, I can trust them versus all of the opposite things that we see in the world, you know, like the toxic behavior and then modeling something that or someone that's not yourself. And quite often rookie leaders, what we see, you know, rookie people managers, they often model the people around them that they they, they see as being strong leaders or strong managers, but actually it's the opposite because they're not being authentic. They're not really showing they can be wrong and be vulnerable. And then that leads to people not trusting them and switching off and not feeling safe, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that piece um, where you were mentioning about your emotions, right? So like when we ignore our emotions, that that causes problems, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you also mentioned some of the disruption that's happening in the world. I can imagine for people in Europe right now, uh, whether or not they're in close proximity to the Ukraine, <clears throat> that's gotta be like on their mind. And I, I was reading an article yesterday of uh, someone, where was he? In Poland, I think. And he was noticing on the train that the the early commuters looked different. You know, they were mm-hmm. clearly refugees. So like people are now going to work with a whole different scenery mm-hmm. and they're feeling this the disruption of what's the discord in the world you know and that can be hard to shake off you know walking in to Mm. your office and like creating your now and Mm. so like what comes to mind for me um when i was reading that article is like the the man was talking about um the possibility of just being with the you know sending them them compassion in his heart you know mm-hmm. and and so that actually calmed him down from the anger <laughs> or or whatever opinion he was having about the situation being existing in the first place seeing those faces you know on his way to work made him you know think about how he can be loving and compassionate and kind to human beings and that helps to slow you down. That helps you to be with your emotions and be present. And then, you know, you're able to go into work in a different space. You can go into, um, I, I am here to, you know, uh, you know, to share this mission of my company and, and change the world and make the world a better place with what I'm doing. So that's a way to stay present and be with your emotions, even like when it's in your face like that. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we, we live, see one thing about emotions and and thinking is that uh, we think all the time. Like you can't stop thinking, can you? So it's, and and the more we try to stop, the you know, the more we start thinking, and the more we continue thinking, and and why can't we stop? And all of that, and each, and all of our thinking is connected with our emotional state, and so the fact that you're thinking all the time also means that you are always feeling something, whether it's an external thing, 
you know, is it the cold? Is it hot? Is it, you know, or is it pain that is inflicted by something on the outside or it's, or it's something that is really uh, coming through your, uh, uh, is created by, by your thinking solely. So we have to, uh, if we know that we're always feeling something, we really need to start paying more attention of what it is. And it's not to judge and it's not to change. It's really to observe and know what is going on. For example, when um, uh, when when the the Ukraine uh, uh, invasion started uh, last week, I was angry. I was angry. And for me, it triggered lots of emotions that are related and connected to the war that I was experiencing when I was a kid. Uh, but we all got triggered somehow for somebody is say, uh, uh, sad, for somebody is scared, for somebody is, you know, whatever it is. And so uh, until I realized what I was doing, that I was being angry and triggered by the situation and then all the news, I was having arguments with Peter because it looked like looked like that, that that he's creating something and so this is what's happening in work we're yeah. always around the people and we have our emotional life and so uh it, it can look like your emotions are being triggered by the person in front of you but something that they said or didn't say but something that they did or didn't do but actually it's all from us hmm. in most cases it's from us and so if, if we are not really um, conscious and realizing what is going on, who are we being in that moment, uh, then it's, uh, it's very easy to get into some difficult situations and, and, and create, if we are leaders, create some to toxicity in work. Does that make sense? Yeah. And just to say that in, in the world of work, when we're triggered by a situation in work and you know the the current situation with the war going on right now is a good example because it looks like there's a war in work all the time when we don't feel safe you know things mm. look magnified and look much worse than they are but actually we're only triggered when we're not being authentically ourselves and when we feel relaxed and we trust ourselves first and foremost but also we trust our team and quite often what we see with leadership teams, leaders, people managers, is they don't even trust their own selves first. And then they wonder why people won't trust them and they're not listening, you know, because when you don't trust yourself, it acts like a repellent, believe it or not. Mm. And that's the thing. It's it's sometimes hard to see it, you know, and like Amira pointed to, we all get triggered sometimes, you know, all humans you know things like that happen all the time but it's just as we pointed to it's really being able to take a step back and being aware of it and going okay how did that happen how come you know I was triggered by these events it's mm. actually not my team it's me I've showed up and my energy's off I don't feel like uniquely myself today what's all that about but also if you're willing to be a bit vulnerable and just be honest with your team and say actually let's rewind a bit sorry I came in and I was a bit prickly today I'm not feeling cool, but, uh, you know, I'm here. I've got your back. I still love you all. And your team might have gone, you know, raised their eyebrows, but that's a million miles better 
than not explaining yourself, ignoring your team, hiding away, wondering what the hell's going on. And then, you know, we all know what happens, right? Our team starts to second guess ourselves and make up stuff that may or may not be true. And then it creates this whole mess of the situation. And then it, later on, it's much more work to actually course correct or make make better, you know, the situation. And it, it, and it's it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But that's literally all that's required. It's about really being able to step back and reflect and be going, okay, what's all that about? Uh, and we all get confused, me included, you know. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm like totally hearing an opportunity here, like even with the recognition that um, you may be, uh, you have unresolved um, emotions, right? So that's also an opportunity. It's like, hey, mm -hmm. you know, let's have a real quick team check-in. You know, I, I want to be totally transparent. You know, I'm struggling with this and I'm just wondering, is anybody else struggling with this? That's mm -hmm. a beautiful way to connect. That kind of goes back to what we talked about last month, right? With um, the deep listening um, and that's the art of connection. So it, this is another opportunity to, to do some deep listening, having mm -hmm. those just like team check-ins when you have a body check, mm -hmm. you know? And the beautiful thing about it is that you don't have to do anything about it. It's just about, it's, it's just recognizing it. It's also recognizing you've got a choice, like I said, yeah. mm -hmm. to show up and, and share and discuss. And uh, as you pointed to, Cordelia, listen listen to each other, have a two-way street of a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that forges deep connections with your people. And, you know, with the current craziness that's going on in the world, it would be very bizarre, very strange, would it not, for you as the leader, for you as the person responsible for being of service to really just ignore the fact that everyone's thinking the same, like, what the hell is going on? You know, we're on the brink of a nuclear war and all this other stuff. And the best leaders are like, look, I'm just as confused as everyone else. I just want to check in. How are you feeling today? You know, that kind of thing. And I know it's difficult because when you think about stuff, it's like, oh, my, you know, what am I going to say? How, do, how am I going to even get my head around this? You know, I, I'm not an expert on geopolitics. I don't know. But it's not to be an expert. It's just to say, actually, I don't know. You know, what do you think? I just want to check in and see how you are emotionally. How are you feeling today? Because I know I feel a bit strange. What's going on, you know? <laughs> you know what comes to mind, though? Now, I'm... I'm, I'm uh, uh, th there's this thing about leadership, is that leaders, leaders already know what's going on. They should know, you know. Uh, uh, they should already have things figured out. They should... You know, they should know what people need from them and just to provide it. They should, you know, and that's why we have so many uh, models and, and, and systems and tools and all of that. You know, how do you, <laughs> how do you um, manage people? How do you, you know, well, there's no how do you lead people. But yeah, it's, it's about the label of a leader, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And so... And so we we fail to go on to a basic thing, and 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 I think this is you know about the label of a leader, about who lab who who are you as a leader, who are you supposed to be as a leader, and so I think that that we often get uh, tricked with this idea that we need to know everything, and then we fail to connect with people, and we fail to check in, and you know I it's not. Uh, 
it's not very common to hear that the leader was talking about emotions, especially a male leader. You know, and I'm not judging it, I'm not criticizing it, but that's the reality of the situation. You know, it's you know, we talk here about you know, let's check in, and 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 it's amazing. I, I, it would be great, and I, and I know that there is lots of people probably doing it, but uh, but what do we say to these people that are uncomfortable with that? That are uh, they don't they don't think that that's, that is their job. You know that they they don't think that that's something that they should be doing. Or they're just in the habit of suppressing themselves, you know? Well, gender aside, it's more about, you know, you don't have to be anyone other than yourself. And as as Mm. we've discussed in this conversation, I find it interesting that quite often it looks like in the world of work and leadership that you have to, as Mira pointed to, you have to have all the answers, you have to be really clever, and everything has to be, you know, neat and all of that. Actually, Mm. the most impact you can have is saying, I don't know, you know? But not for comic effect or, you know, to do it as a strategy. If you really don't know, just say so. Mm-hmm. Because you won't scare people. It's not about that, is it? And actually, some of the, the best CEOs in the world that we've spoken to are really strong leaders. They're, they're so comfortable with sharing with their people that sometimes they're not sure. But what they're not saying is, and this is a massive difference, just to be clear, is they're not clueless at all. They're, they're just being really comfortable in their own skin and saying, actually, in this moment for this situation, I don't know. And I'm sharing it with you as, as you know, as the people in the company that we're actually willing to work it out together because us, you know, as a set of employees, one person will never have all the answers. We're not oracles, right? And actually, all of the complexity in the world requires creativity, collaboration, Mm-hmm. And actually, every company that I've ever worked for, it's the people in all the different for, for, you know functions, departments, and they collectively they always have the answers. That's why great leaders always know. You know, why should I have to really bust my head? Why can't I share with people that actually I know that we have an answer collectively? Let's work together on it. Mm-hmm. And that's where real impact happens. That's where innovation happens. That's where you can be super profitable and do an amazing work. And, you know, we, we talked about this before. You can be really regenerative. That's what we're pointing to, right? That when you're uniquely yourself, you're building trust, you're fostering and driving diversity, and actually you're creating this environment where it's not a dog-eat-dog world. You know, it's not a one-way street. And everyone gets to feel like they're actually connected and involved. And that's, you know, the only way things work, although sadly it always looks the other way when we're not feeling safe and when, you know, as we said before, when we're going a million miles an hour and trying to do too many things at once and going too fast, there's no way you can really work out what the hell's going on, right? You can't see clearly, you can't have clarity of thought if you're cluttered and fast and, you know, feeling like you have to do everything all at once. Mm. And that actually... Sorry, so, or sorry, or, or feeling like it's not your place to be here. It's you know dealing with some kind of an imposter and insecurity going on at the same time. Well, yeah. Again, in, insecurity comes from going too fast as well, and you know you can't really see the wood for the trees when you're doing that. And it's only until you slow down, you're like, actually, okay, hello, here's me again. <laughs> you know, I'm back in the room, and, and it's amazing that I, I, I can see that without even sometimes people speaking. You know, I've seen that 
in my career and I've seen other great leaders step up and just be comfortable being themselves. And before they've even opened the mouth, I can see this collective sigh of relief with, with people and they feel safe, you know? Mm. Uh, and it, again, it, it's rather than us saying stuff, it's like, go and explore it, you know, be curious about, is that really true? Can I really be myself? Because it's okay to push back because I used to think that as well. You know, I can't really be Peter that does all of this other stuff. You know, I can't really share my passion, my purpose and all of that. Mm. And I'd argue against that. You know, I really believe that it's the opposite. The more that you share uniquely whoever you are, that's exactly what people want to see. And in, in fact, actually, my team used to give me more feedback. They'd be like, yeah, when, when you're slipping into corporate P, I know you're stressed and they could spot it a mile off. Mm. And when I was relaxed and okay and connected with my team and we were talking about not just KPIs and work and targets and all of that stuff, but we were sharing about how we feel, how, how, how the week's been, what's been going on in our family, what we were doing outside of work, you know. And when that's all put in the mix, when things do get tough, when things get really challenging, you're more likely to be able to collectively trust each other and find a way forward. Mm. And that's kind of what we're pointing to, I guess. Yeah, that that has, you know, that has a beautiful way of connecting all people, no matter what, without filters, without judgment, you know. And I know like there's been a, a TED talk by, oh my goodness, I forgot her name, but she was talking about the code switching that happens. Basically, she starts a talk talking about just imagine you were invited to a Halloween party right? Mm -hmm. Or you were invited to just hang out with your friend, right? And it's on Halloween, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and you say, well, is it a Halloween party? Do I need to have a costume? And they're, they're like, Oh, no, 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 just show up. Yeah. And then you show up like this, right? <laughs> and everybody has on, you know, Halloween costume, including your friend who invited you with the <laughs> Wonder Woman, you know, suit on, and they're about to, you know, decide who are the top three winners. And it's just like, you were told one thing, mm, but the mm. environment is completely different. And mm. so now you're in a situation where you're like, ah, uh, you know? And I think this is the situation that many people find themselves in when they go to work, because then they're like, um, everybody is different from me. And I was told that I can come as I am and I don't fit in and it's blatantly obvious, you know, and it makes me feel unsafe. It makes me feel unwanted. It makes me feel lied to, you know? And so this, and, and that person who's the odd person out without mm -hmm. the, the Halloween costume on could be any number of people, right? It could be mm -hmm. like a man with an all female team. It could be a woman with an all male team. It could be, you know, someone who's handicapped or, you know, whatever. And um, that changes who you're being at work. And I offered that it doesn't have to. Mm. Like, okay, fine. You maybe you were not lied to maybe at the time you were, you know, having that conversation, that was the, the, the truth. And let's, you know, offer yourself the opportunity to think the best of people, 
You know, this is a conversation I had with one of my teenagers the other day. She was like, all people are bad. I'm like, actually, 1% of people are actually bad. 99% of human beings are great. They're really loving, compassionate people. And it's the same thing at work. Like leaders don't intend to, you know, create mistrust. They may not be the greatest communicators and, or they may be kinesthetic, you know, communicators, which means that words are not their thing, you know, mm -hmm. and if you're an auditory or visual person, like most people are, then, you know, we already have a disconnect and it doesn't have to be that way. You can still be like, oh, mm -hmm. you think that this isn't my, my costume? Actually it is. Did you notice that? Um, like, I don't normally wear Paisley. <laughs> I'm the Paisley person today. You know what I mean? Like just be present with it and it doesn't even mean that you have to code switch. It can just be like, this is the best thing ever. Everyone had to go buy a costume and I didn't. I get to show up as me, you know? Mm -hmm. Th that's the thing that Peter said uh, earlier. Is it's like you, you have a choice. No, you have a choice how you're going to think about it. And and I think it's it's really, yeah, you have a choice to leave the party or you have a choice to stay. And, and it is really the difference is whether you are willing to deal, if you're willing to get comfortable with discomfort at the beginning or not. And uh, if you're willing to be uncomfortable at the beginning and that that has to do with vulnerability, you're more likely to stay and, and stay as you stay. And, and, and then maybe a few more people will take their costumes off. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you can still be part, part of the party and you can still be, you know, uh, it's just really that, that choice, isn't it? And it takes time. It takes some time. I, I know it took me some time and it took me some support and, and, but uh, but we can all do that, I think. We can all do that. Uh, and I think, well, the only thing is, is just really understanding these things that we are talking about here and uh, understanding how it works and, and understanding ourselves a little bit more. Uh, I've heard of a, of a really good metaphor, uh, and, it, and it's... Uh, it's like we are born with this, this human brain is, uh, human mind is, is the last in development of a human body. And, um, and it's a really sophisticated system that for some reason didn't come with the manual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so once we understand how it works, how our mind works, and you know how it's connected, emotions and thoughts, and 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 who we really are, and and uh, then it becomes a very very different game. That's a good point. Knowing who you really are that that's you know that helps everything. But that goes back to the self awareness piece again. What? <laughs> Yeah, why is he looking at me like that? <laughs> what can I say? I mean, let's roll back a little bit. I mean, it, it looks difficult when you when you think from you know certain angles, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it it's as simple as when you show up and you find out 
that being yourself and being comfortable and, and literally listening to your team and seeing the difference, it's amazing what kind of results you'll find versus, you know, all of the other things that we hear in leadership development, you know, do this, do that and all of that. And, and you know, all three of us, we're not in the game of trying to convince anyone, mm. right? What we're saying is that this is something that's experiential in its learning. You know, you have to, as we pointed out, you've got a choice. You can get really curious and have fun with it and go, okay, when when I show up like this, I notice that, you know, things are hard and it feels like I'm pushing a boulder uphill. And the more comfortable I am, the more I trust myself first. And then suddenly people in my team, my peers, the company, everything seems a lot easier, right? And that's what we're pointing to. It's It's like you don't have as much friction, mm. <laughs> you know? And then once you start to explore, you know, when you hear someone saying, you know, who you really are, a lot of people get confused, right? Because they're like, who am I? And, you know, even I think for all of my adult life, I'm like, who the hell am I? You know, who is Peter? And, you know, when you, when you go to work, it's like, what does that mean being authentic and being myself? But it just simply means that the more that you feel relaxed, the more that you trust yourself, the more that you are okay, regardless of what happens, that's when things get easier. And that's when people will trust you. They'll listen to you more often. And also it's been the best role model you can as a leader. You know, it, it's literally showing up and being who you really are. And being who you really are is whatever it takes, warts and all. You know, sometimes if you're being authentic, you can be like, oh, God, you know, I can't believe I said this or that. And, you know, it, it can happen. But then when you do that, the people around you, are totally relaxed they're like well you know we know that the person is like this and it's okay because then they connect with you and they see you for being a human being and quite often in the world of work we kind of suck humanity out of everything we do you know we don't really think about ourselves first and foremost as humans and the more that we think about it that way the easier things are, the more creativity you can have, the, the more innovation, the more fun you can have. And actually, that's where things get easier. You know, if you do want to uh, tick the boxes and, and meet all the KPIs and targets and measure, you know, all of this stuff that in the world of work that's important as well, that stuff gets much easier. And also, when you're a human being, first and foremost, that stuff is always secondary you know, mm -hmm. rather than be the be all and end all. I don't know if that makes sense, but. I mean, it does. And, and I'm also hearing you say like, when you don't make the things mean too much or mean anything, you know, like if you're allowing things to just be without a filter, without mm -hmm. judgment, you know, then it's just, you, it, you have more space uh, to create um, and you, more opportunities to um, to connect. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, Mira, what would you say is like the golden takeaway from this conversation? Like when we talk about who are you being at work, what what is the the number one golden nugget someone could take away from this? Hmm. 
I, I can I can say what I what I would take away from this. Maybe Vinden, you you two can share as well. Um, you're not your label. Uh, you don't have to be that label. You know, it can be as simple as that. You don't need to uh, conform to what other people think about what you should do or what, you know, what is written over there. Uh, you know, a person that does this kind of job needs to have these, you know, needs to be like that. Um, you know, we can all... Uh, do different things and still be ourselves and and as we are uh, do different things you know we can you know as, as Peter was saying he can be a musician and a leader and great communicator and teacher and coach and and all of that uh, uh, by being himself he doesn't have to change the uh, you don't even have to change the clothes not anymore. You can be in your shorts most of the time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> and no one will know. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's what I would, what I would take. That, that's, that's personally my experience as well. Is that this switching from role to role? Who am I being? Wondering, questioning, trying to fit in, trying to be somebody else. Uh, it actually doesn't work. It takes too much energy and we lose our power. And, um, and it, and yeah, I don't want to complicate it much more. I love that. it. You're mm -hmm. not your label. Of course. Cause this is the unlearning labels podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Peter? Hmm? What about you? The only thing that springs to mind, just as like the key takeaway, I guess, is be yourself. Everyone else is taken. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've heard this. It's a, it's it's one of my favorite quotes. Actually, we 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 share it quite often when we're doing uh, workshops and leadership development. And it was actually, I think it was Oscar Wilde who first said that. I think so. Or at yeah. least that's that's what I was told anyway. Mm -hmm. And I really resonate with that because how boring would it be? How you know. It, and this is what kind of makes people stale and kind of stifles innovation creativity because people are trying to role model each other rather than embracing that massive amount of norm, you know, that diversity that exists. And that's the most natural resource that's in abundance in any organization. It's using that power of people in there and everyone has a different way of looking at stuff. Everyone may look different, et cetera, et cetera. They have a different um, history, different mm -hmm. culture, different heritage, all of this stuff. And uh, when, when you embrace that, it just means that you're giving everyone empowerment to be whoever they want to be. And when I see organizations allowing that rather than just taking a box and it's lip service versus actually operating in that way and, and sharing that experience, you know, total experiential learning, that's what gives me the goosebumps. And that's what really makes all the difference, I guess. Yeah, so I'm hearing mm -hmm. diversity is a fact and you're not your label. Mm -hmm. And what about you? What did you hear, Cordelia? Mm, me, it's your choice. Mm. of who you're being mm. you um 
you can choose to create in every moment and in every interaction. And, uh, and see each, uh, each event and, and situation as uh, a new opportunity to make it uh, an impactful experience. So, yeah, mm. that's who you can be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who have been, oh, were you going to say something more? No, it just sounded like to me when I heard all th three different things that we said, it's like diversity, uh, uh, inclusion, and equity. <laughs> Right. It was, yeah. We we actually did that. Yeah. You see how natural and normal it is, and and like people make a thing out of that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's simplicity, isn't it? And and we we um, we humans like to um, complicate stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, for people that haven't heard us talking about, we, I mean, we've had these discussions, you know, pre-recording, right, between the three of us. And uh, what we said is that, yeah, I mean, what we're pointing to leads to a more diverse way of working and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But we're less likely to talk about those labels. Again, it's it's totally the title of what we do in the, you know, in the podcast. It's really pointing people to this experience and then being curious enough to try it for themselves. Because correct me if I'm wrong, we're not in the game of actually convincing or trying to sell this as something we you should or shouldn't do. This, as far as we're concerned, it really makes all the difference. And the only way mm. you can tell, you know, is one of our favorite questions is, is that really true? And the only way that you're ever going to find that out is trying it for yourself. And that's what gets us excited when we see leaders going, actually, I tried that. And I see the difference now. I showed up and I actually shared, you know, when I wasn't sure, mm -hmm. I was sharing more about me, uniquely what I am in terms of, you know, what the person I am outside of my work, you know, my team know about my family, my, you know, what, what lights me up, et cetera, et cetera. And equally, I know about them. And that's the thing. It quite often looks in the world of work that it's all about measurement and targets and KPIs, which is, you know, a big part of work it's important but what people get you know what gets you through the finish line believe it or not is that deep human connection it's that deep psychological safety the trust and all of that and the only way you can drive that whether you're an employee or a leader or whatever role you have in the company is being uniquely yourself yeah i love that so yes who we, we choose to be uh, at work um, is who we really are, period. And um, yeah, so this is a, a great conversation to continue with your team, your leadership team, or, you know, um, with your staff and uh, an experiment with being yourself for a change. Mm. Yeah. And um, so for those of you who are listening and viewing, share this with um, someone who you think it could make a great impact. Listen to it again for yourself. Take some notes. I feel like there was really a lot 
and <laughs> all that we shared, you know, there's some tips on how to deal with, you know, current events and, and uh, how to deal with uh, just processing your own life and, and, and self-awareness. So thank you for being here. And um, until next month, you're not your label. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for listening. being with us. All right. Bye for now. <laughs>